our best. And, uh, okay. So, we are taking it from the second line on Daf Kuf Tes Omer Aleph, Tanya will learn the Rebaisa, Rabbi Nassim, Omer Baschorin Izu. The, whatever it is, the Ruach Ra has a name that's involved in that, that, that can cause harm, and it's called Baschorin, the free woman, whatever it is. Umak Pedes, and it's specific, very particular. To cause harm, until you wash your hands two, uh, three times. Okay? And Amrav Yochran Puch Mavir Basmach. If you put this, I don't know, this, a Puch is some type of eye, uh, it's like the blue that they put on their eye, you know, the, the eye um, thing, that actually helps get rid of whatever harm the Basmach causes. They switched the name to Baskori, not but it's not the same the same one. Mm. Okay, well, posik is a dim and it, and it actually uh, causes the tears to stop. Omar Baseer Bafapayim and it also um, increases the eyelashes here. Okay. Now Tanya Ramiachi Rabbiosi Omar Puch Mabri Bas they switch it again, Bas the Bas switches to Baskorin. Oposik as a dim, it stops the tearing. Omar Baseer Bafapayim and it increases the uh, the eyelashes, yeah, which is actually good for you. Anyway, another statement from Marukva in the name of Shmuel. Alin, these leaves that are apparently they're um, edible, uh, edible leaves, it's a type of grass of sort. It's not considered taking a medicine on Shabbos because even healthy people will eat that. Okay, Amrav Yosef Kuzbarta, which is oleander, that's what Rashi says. Um, it's also a food, and therefore it's fine, even though people take it for medicinal needs, but it's also eaten by regular folk as well. It's a healthy drink too, and therefore it's okay. Amrav Sheshas Kashos, which is hops. It's not necessarily medicinal, and therefore it's allowed. Again, it's important to understand that you're, that there's a xera midurabanan taking medicine, unless you're in danger, um, because we may come to grind the medicine. Um, so anything that is clearly med- medicinal, that's problematic, and that's how we sort of got into the topic from the Yama Melach, and we're continuing with that. But anyway, the point being, foods that are healthy and are, you know, so like green tea, for instance. Or omega-3s. Or omega-3s, whatever, right? There's going to be, right? So since uh, healthy people will eat it also, it's not necessarily medicinal, so that's the idea that it's also okay. So these foods are sort of borderline because um, uh, you are taking it for medicinal needs, but as long as it's not clear that, that's your medic- that you're doing it for medicine, therefore it's okay. So I'm Rav Yosef Kuzbarta Pili Didi Kachali. Kuzbarta is even harmful for me for eye aches if I would eat it, um, which sounds like, you know, it's actually not good for you. But uh, and this is Rav Yosef talking, who's blind anyway. So you'd think that he would not suffer from eye aches as much as the next guy. I'm Rav Sheshas Gargira Pili Didi Maili. Gargira, which is... Uh, um, uruga, uh, uruga, whatever, I'm not sure what that is, another type of species. I'm trying uruga? to see. Rashi, say, Rashi says Uruga. uruga. I'm trying, let me see what the. This, this green leafy stuff called Aruga. 
Arugula, right, that's what I thought, right, some type of, um, I'm actually, one second, that'd be a, uh, it's a tzemach bal prachim levan, it has white flowers, or gold flowers, and it tastes like mustard. Okay. Some type of mustard, it tastes like mustard flour. Okay. Anyway, gargira afila didi maili. Even I, um, is that what, um, find it, uh, 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 whatever, it's helpful for me. Okay. Yeah, he's blind, right. So it's good for my eyes, even though I can't even see. So that's really helpful, okay. If it helps a blind man's eyes, then it's, it, that's a galaka, a kal right. All types of hops are permitted because it's not medicinal. That species, that's a subcategory of, of um, it's called a truza, that is, uh, you would not eat that unless it's for lerfua, it's mucha milsa, and that's why it's prohibited. Shari. Um, they used to, on the, on the meats that there were barbecued, so they used to have a mixture of egg um, that would scramble the egg and oil that they would coat the uh, you know sort of like chicken fried steak of sorts whatever kind of sounds like that mm-hmm. of some type and uh, that's allowed on Shabbos okay um, uh, but uh, to actually um, to you know to um, to scramble the eggs is prohibited because you might be, um, you know, it looks like you're wanting, you wanted to cook the eggs. You know, when you start scrambling up eggs, then it kind of has a, you know, why else would you be scrambling the eggs if not to cook them? And therefore, it's a Maris Ayan type of situation. It's not, it's off, it's not even not, not, not on the fire. Right, 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 right. Scrambling up eggs on, you know, raw eggs and just scrambling it, that's problematic because that's what the normal thing is after you scramble it is you put it on the sizzling fire. So even though here I'm not doing that, it's problematic. But if you have the this shrikatavia that's going on the meat, it's like a coating the meat that you could do. Um, right. So that's the story. Um, Rashi says that uh, um, it, it's like part partially cooked uh, eggs. These are eggs that are that spinning eggs. That means that uh, the eggs are are cooked. Soft boiled, right? Um, um, and uh, that's the story. Um, as long as it's not boiling hot, so it's not really going to cook it. Anyway, next thing we saw is the visu the ziri. So the Gemara says the visu ziri, the wife of ziri, barashi. She made it for chia barashi, who's a student of ziri. Lochle, he wouldn't eat it. the I make this to your for your rabbi ziri all the time. and he has no problem eating it. Why are you not eating it? The answer is, this is Ziri's Shita, the Shitaso. You're allowed to put wine that's clear and water that's clear into a into the Mishmeres, um, which is which would basically filter it on Shabbos. Well, she's what? Mishmeres is. Shemeris is the sediments, but the point is that also it serves as a uh, as a filter, basically, and that's uh, that's legal on shops. This is actually remember many years ago, I uh, the Rosh Hashiva of Slabatka was staying by my by my my in-laws, and I was there, and they asked, "Can you use 
those pitchers, the, fil- the filter pitchers, you know, the Brita water pitchers, you're filling it up and it's filtering the water. And he says it's permissible. Right, it's mindful that the water's drinkable, okay? You want an extra level, whatever it is, but the bottom line is, as long as it's drinkable before and after, it's not a problem. And that's the, this is the basis of that concept. Anyway, interesting. Since it's drinkable as is, love me the cover, you're not doing anything. So that's the deal. Oh, I don't know. That might be real filtering. I have no idea. But anyway, this is, uh, uh, this is before that, okay? Before they discovered those, uh, the bugs. Um, same thing here. Kim in the middle, since it's edible already, love me the cover, you're not really doing anything. Okay. Another thing from Morocco, Misha Nagfa Yado Oragla. So you got a wound, you know, you stubbed your toe or your finger, whatever, so you got a cut. So you want to, you know, you want to sort of cauterize the wound a little bit so you can stick, stick your finger in, in, in wine, in a strong wine, and that, uh, you know, clean, cleans the surface a little bit, a bit of alcohol on there. That's not a problem. What about on vinegar? Vinegar is a little bit stronger. So, no, no, not vinegar. Vinegar is already like a doing medicine. That's problematic. There were uh, fine schmeckers. That's the only English word I can describe them. They're They're fine schmeckers. They're fancy people. They're such delicate people. So even uh, either they're so like you know they never did work the day in their lives. So therefore, even a little bit of uh, wine is already can uh, affect them strongly, and therefore it's medicinal. And he like pushed down some wine on his on the top of his foot. The Yosef cut some and. Uh, he he uh, actually used vinegar. So I I thought vinegar is not allowed. So what are you talking? What are you doing over here? So uh, um, So that was the question. So he says, Oh, you talking about the top of the hand or the top of the foot? That's different. And the idea is, is because that's actually a danger. Okay, it's a sakana. The once there's real sakana involved, so then the all bets are off. Then that's allowed. That's a different story. You got to protect yourself. So if the guy has actually a deep wound, you know that could be dangerous, you know, or whatever. Especially in these areas, that's what he's saying. The gavayad and gavaregel, where um, you know it could, you could, you know, it, it could get infected or whatever it is. So therefore, doing this type of thing is 100 percent allowed. That's the idea. Even with vinegar, either he was, or he was using wine. That's version B. He was actually using wine. It's uh, you're, you're, So what are you doing? So you're the same because you're also mafunak. So Yeah, but this is the top of the foot, top of the hand. That's a different story. They're uh, it's actually th- quite dangerous. That's like an open wound in the body. 
which is a very, very, it's, it's actually a sakana, if you don't do it, that's something that you'd be allowed to be Mechal Shabbos for, because that's called a danger. And that's the story. So that's a basic difference. Moving on to the next thing. One is allowed to bathe in the water of Geror, okay, I don't, uh, uh, which is uh, saltyish, pretty, pretty brackish water. Or the water of uh, Hamsan, which is uh, the Tiberia Springs, also. Bimei Asya, oh, these are all various water, bodies of water, Bimei Tiberia, in Yam Kineret, Avalobi Amakadol, but not in the Great Ocean. That's one place you're not allowed to bathe. Avalobi Mishra, and not in the water that was used to soak flax. That's also apparently, that's too obvious that you would only be doing that for medicinal needs. That's the point. You want to be looking like I'm doing a regular bathing, not doing it for medicinal purposes. That's the deal. And also bathing in the Dead Sea, that's also clearly medicinal. Now, for a minute, we have a question. So it's in Stira. One place says Yamagadol, yes. The other one says Yamagadol, not. The Mishnah says, All the oceans are considered halakhically a mikvah. To the gathering of water, God in creation, God called them yamim. So we see that it has a halakhic status as a mikvah. So you're allowed to, um, if you need to go to the mikvah, in, when, when in a pinch, People go in the ocean because it fulfills that obligation. It uh, covers, counts as a mikvah. That's only Yamagadol, not other oceans. Okay? It's unique status of Yamagadol. It's called Yamim because it has multi- multitude of waters in it. There are spring waters it's fed from all over the world that goes and lands in the ocean. So that's the right, was the, the Pasuk in we are saying Kalas, Kolo Yamim, El Mokom Echad Holech, what? Kalas, Yeah, Kalas, right. Kalas. All the streams flow into the ocean. Right, exactly. All the streams end up in the ocean, right. Um, Rabbi Yossi Omer, third opinion, Kolo Yamim Metarin, Bizochlin. All oceans, all, all waters, oceans will, will even purify even though it's flowing. Upsulim, but it's not really spring water enough because it's still called mikvah, so therefore it's not valid for a zav or mitzora or to use for your mechatas. It has to be pure spring water, and this doesn't qualify as that. But as far as being purified, even though it's moving, that's, only, that's true by the oceans. Anyway, bottom line is, is that we're suggesting here is that maybe Rameyer, who considers all oceans the same, he doesn't distinguish between Yamagadol and any other ocean. And Rebuda, who separates, he says Yamagadol is different than all the other oceans, so then apparent, then he will be particular about going into the Yamagadol because uh, there's like, um, that, that's, what, that's what we're suggesting. Um, anyway, uh, that's what, uh, by the way, in case you're wondering that it doesn't really connect, so Tosu says that question. Tosu says, ah, what's the shaykhah? They're talking about refuah, 
I mean, our question by us is a refuel question. Is this uh, clearly medicinal or not medicinal? They're talking about tahara. It's nothing to no no connection. Uh, so at least uh, you're not crazy. Kaitosis is. You're asking good, good, good question. Okay, good question. Okay. So if you don't know the answer, he doesn't give an answer. He just says, "I don't know." He says, "It's a, I don't know. okay." Moves on. Well, let's go on to the next line. We're at Maskifla, Rav Nachman Yitzchak. Nachman Yitzchak raises a question. Emer, typically in the Tum of Daira, in the Shabbos Mishamet which is really what the Gemara's question is, I guess. You know, the question is: Does the pasuk? They're arguing about psukim about whether the, every ocean is the same or not. Is it only Amagodal? It's a question of psukim as far as Tum and Daira, but as far as Shabbos. Would you hear that there's any distinction at all? Elam Rav Nach Mitzvah says, Rav Nach Mitzvah says, Lokasha, Had Ishtai, Had Lo Ishtai. The difference is, how long are you staying in the water? That's the difference. If you stay in the water for a long time, that means that you're doing it for medicinal needs. If you're going in to cool off and then you come out, then it doesn't look as bad. And that's the difference. Now, Bamayu Kimtil Basrai said, Lo Ishtai, the one that's okay. Um, where it says that you could bathe in the Yamagado is where you didn't stay long. You just go in, in and out. So if you're not staying, then even the soaking water you're you're allowed in and out. Even though you have some I don't know stuff in your head, you have uh, uh, dandruff, whatever it is, um, and it helps for that. Still, you're allowed to go in and out, bed from warm till shlon as long as you're not staying there long. So it can't be that the difference is whether you stay long or not stay long, because if it's not staying long, then the other waters are also okay, not just Yamagado. So, Ella, Yamagado, Yamagado, Lakasha, here's the difference. Depends where you're going. Are you going in the nice part of the water? Then it looks like you're doing it for pleasure, and then it's okay, and it's not necessarily medicinal, or you're going in the bad parts of the water, which you wouldn't go in, it's like, it's ugly, it's muddy, whatever it is, if you're going there, you're clearly doing it for medicinal needs, which is a problem. That also can be answered, that's if you stay there, or you didn't stay there, if you stay in the Mishra, that is no good. Because then you're clearly doing it for medicinal. But if you just go cool yourself off, then come right out, then it, that's not necessarily medicinal. And that's the difference. Okay, moving on to the next Mishnah. Again, we're segueing into Hilchos Rufur here on Shabbos. What are types of activities, types of food eating that are considered crossing the line into taking medicine on Shabbos, which is forbidden if you're not really sick? Okay, so Ein Ochlin is beyond, which uh, actually in the Mishnayis has it as two words. Ein Ochlin, Ezov Yavon. Ezov Yavon is Greek hyssop. Okay? Bishabbos, Lefish, Ein because that's not in by healthy people. The only sick people are, are, would, eat, would eat that stuff. Avalochlu is Yoezer, but Yoezer, that already is a food that people eat. Vishosa Abubroa, and you can drink uh, the witch's brew. Abubroa, I'm kidding. I don't know what Abu Brua is. We'll see. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. Kolochlan Ochaladim Rafua. I'm not going to be able to define everything here, so you'll have to use your imagination. Not, not all these things are clear uh, uh, what, what they actually are. 
Again, the principles we're getting is things that only would be used for refuah is prohibited on Shabbos, unless you're in an actual sakana, and things that regular people would take as well for health, even though you might be taking it for illness, is okay. Now, you're allowed to eat any food, that's the principle here. All foods one can eat, even though you're eating it for medicinal needs. All drinks you can drink. The only one that is an exception is which is the um, liquid from palm, from the palm trees, from the dates, and the coast ikrin, and it's like a cup of roots that they would cook the roots in, or whatever, or soak the roots in. Because that's clearly only taken for as a, as a medic, I think, to cause you to... I think so. Um, uh, or yuruka, whatever, green, whatever. It's like you're, you're coloring, whatever. The bottom line is, it's only done for... Rashi says, It's uh, not done by anybody healthy. You would only take it if you're sick. Avashosu made the kalim. If you let some more, if you're thirsty and you drink it, that's fine. And you can rub the oil root of those roots on you, not for medicinal needs. That's okay. Now, what is Azov? That's Avrasa Barhemic. Now, is beyond that's Avrasa Barhemic. So there's two, there are different species of Isop. One is um, the one Barhemic, the other one's Barhemic. Um, what's the difference? Depends where it grows. Some that grow in grow amongst the thorns. That's the one that's more problematic. Okay, it's only done by people who are sick. Ula Amar Marva Marva Chivra. Ula says it's a different uh, that the Azov of the Torah is actually called Marva Chivra. Um, and let's see if I have a. Translation of that. It's a grass called Marva. That's the name of the grass. Okay. Um, we translate Azov as Hisset. That's all. That's just traditional. Okay. Ulu Ikla Lebei Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda came to the house of Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda. I saw Kamei Marva Chivra. They brought out. He brought out this this Hisset. Amar Haino Azov Dixim Bar Reisa. That is the Hisset of the Torah. The Azov of the Torah. Rav Papi Amar Shumshuk. He says it's actually Shumshuk. That's the true Azov. Okay? Um, I don't have another... Uh, okay. I don't have another translation. Okay. Amar Rav Yermeo Medifti Kavasi the Rapapi makes a lot of sense. It's not mitzvah Azov shlosha kolachim. It's the... How much Azov do you use? We have various procedures that use the Azov grass. Um, and, ha, and they take the Azov. And what, how much Azov do you need to take? Three stalks. And there are three leaves on each of the three stalks. And Shumshuk actually fits that, you know, like it grows that way. So it makes sense that it you know, lines up correctly that that's what the type of, that's the plant. Um, what do they eat these stuff for? The kukiani is for worms in your stomach. How do you eat it? So with seven dark dates. What causes the worms in the stomach in the first place? From flour that was uh, from flour that was made, or meaning that was used from barley that was uh, sat for forty days. So, as you know, 
barley is uh, there's these bugs that go into the barley, whatever, and apparently somehow it can cause the worms inside your stomach, and this will help get rid of them. Aval Ochelos Yoezer. Yoezer, on the other hand, that is okay. My Yoezer, what is Yoezer? So, Putnik. It's actually Putnik. Rashi says it's Pulal in uh, Old French, which, um, and I have here a translator, and um, it's a type of mint, okay? So yoezer is one, like a peppermint or something. Now, lemay achle, what do you eat? What is mint good for? La rakta, um, uh, which is a, a type of li- the liver in your, in your I mean, uh, worms in your liver. Lemay achle, how do you eat that? B'shevetam yichiverta, that you have to eat with white dates, okay? Seven white dates. Mimai havya, what causes this worms in your liver? Mi umtza, from meat, uh, you know, barbecue, umaya al So you have that on an empty stomach, so you not wake up um, after a whole night and eat, um, you know, barbecue for breakfast on an empty stomach. You have to have something first. Mi bisra shmeina, from very fatty meat, al on an empty stomach. Um bisra detura, or beef, um, al on an empty stomach. Um guza al or from, uh, Anguza, which is, um, I don't have a translation, whatever, another type of food on an empty stomach. Omigiri de Rubia Libericana, which is again another type of food uh, all, all on empty stomachs. These are certain things. Rashi says it's fenugreek, um, whatever, on an empty stomach. All those things are before you eat anything else, you know, to start off with those foods. And they cause the worms in the liver. And yeah, I gotta use this mint to get rid of it. Okay. Um, so umishtimaya abasrayu, and afterwards you wash it down with some water. And vilo, if you haven't got the yoezer available, livla tachli chibarta, you should swallow um, some white cress. Okay. Um, and vilo, if you haven't got that, lazim tanisi, you fast. The lacy bisrash mayna, and then take some very fatty meat, the lishti agumri, and um, you uh, have it on, you know, on the bone, and then the lamitz garma, then you basically suck it on the bone, the ligma chala, and then you right away, after you suck that, you swallow vinegar. And then, so basically, you're enticing the worms to the fatty meat, apparently, that's what they like, and then you kill them on the vinegar. Okay. Vigadamri. Chalalo, don't take vinegar. Because that actually can harm the liver. Um, that's not a good idea. And if that, you have got that option, so Lysi Gurda da Sinta. Okay, I can't even tell you what this stuff is. Gurda da Sinta, Rashi says, is a peel that comes from some type of snare, some type of uh, 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 a brush, you know, whatever. Uh, some thorn bushes, okay. The grida meiloy the tatoi that was peeled from top to bottom, the lomi tatoi and not from bottom to top. It's got to be a specific direction, and the reason why is dilma You don't want the worms coming out mouth the mouth direction. You want them going downwards. So that's why it's sort of like 
yeah, a lot of the medicines of the Gemara were like you would do certain things that would sort of you want to uh, like what you want to happen you're eating something that kind of looks like that that it, you know helps get into the mindset that that's what should happen okay um, anyway so that's the story next one um so then you cook it in beer okay um, then you basically seal up your holes okay and uh, you drink it meaning you're covering up all your different you know or, uh, orifices basically close things up and uh, drink and then when you relieve yourself you go to where the palm tree is and it basically that'll get those get rid of those worms okay next thing so we talked about these brew that you can drink now what is an um, that doesn't help us so what is that it's a single stick um, that uh, that grows basically like straight. It doesn't have branch, doesn't branch out. So it's a type of plant that grows without branches. Okay, it's just one stalk. The um, my avdila. What is it for? That's if you drank um, some uh, water that was left uncovered overnight. So there's potential of uh, of a snake having drunk from it. So that's it. Vilo. If you if you haven't got that, so lazy chamshiklili. So what you're gonna need if that if not you're gonna need five roses um, and five kusta kusta de shikra, which is cups of beer. So you got five roses and five cups of beer, and you cook them together at the kaima anafka and basically until it comes up to this you boil it down to like a to like a, a shot glass size, benishti um, and uh, and drink it like that. So basically, you, you're 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 like that's what they do. Like you're highly, you fused it to such a small amount till it's like completely, you know, till it's very tiny amount. And that's the story. He did it for this fellow. With only one rose, pet, you know, rose and one cup of shukra. Shoka, she cooked it for Ashkisei, Vishigra Tanura, then she heated up an oven for Graftia and she cleaned it out. And she put a, like, a, 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 like a brick inside the oven, and basically, and a huge green, uh, whatever, branch came right out of his mouth. Basically, it cured him. Okay. Ravivya Amar Ravi Asa. Uh, unique, you need a revius, okay? That's a that's like a, whatever it is for a couple ounces, uh, four ounces, three and a half ounces. The chalba me so a milk from a white goat. And Ravuna bar Yehuda Amar Laisi Esroka Chalisa sweet esrog belechayki belimule dushe. You grind it down and fill it with honey. Belosva be milli dinura and put a you know, sort of. Also put it on the like toast it on the on the coals, um, so it gets you cooked into the honey. But literally, and eat that. 
Okay, so it's very sweet. Rav Chanina Amar Meiraglayim. Okay, urine. Um, uh, Bnei Arbon Yom of forty days old. Um, and Barzina, a tiny little amount. The Zibura works for bee stings. Revia, a full revius is Lakraba for the scorpion bites. Palga Riva, half of that Ligilui for uh, water that was left. Uh, left uh, that's like also from possible snake venom that you drink. Uh, that's again, but it's diluted, so that's only a half of that. And river full revias, I feel like Shafamala works even against magic. So, um, anyway, so that's the story. Um, okay, uh, that's it. Amrav Yochran and Nigron, the Avangar, the Tiraika, Malu. Those th- those three things are very good. They work for water that was left uncovered, and uh, you, you and you drink it, or for um, magic. Anything that was magic done, this actually will cure it. These three things. Uh, um, anyway, that's the story. Um, uh, Rashi says that uh, these three things. One is water that was, you know, you cook. You cooked a certain type of. Grass in, um, and um, it, and then uh, basically, uh, 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 no, whatever, spinach juice, whatever. I don't know exactly what. It's a type of a drink. Anyway, all those things are what, what will work on this. Okay, now I'm on the If you swallow a snake, so what do you do if you swallow a snake? Why did you swallow a snake? That's a separate question. Okay. Um, but you saw a snake, so look like shusa bimilcha. You eat hops um, with insult, and then you run as fast as you can for three mil, which is uh, you know the distance of three mil. And Rav Shim Rashi Chazia Lugabi saw a fellow the Balak Hivya and uh, who swallowed a snake and he wanted to cure him. So what did he do? Idmile Kiparsha, he made himself appear like a officer to scare him. He fed him this hops with salt. And he forced him to run. And it just like it killed the, uh, killed the snake. It's not, I, it, what it sounds like to me, it's not like, I mean, who's swallowing a snake? It could be these, uh, these uh, leeches, whatever, that if you drink directly and they climb into your body, whatever. Um, that's what they do. They latch onto you. Anyway, bottom line is this is how you get rid of it. Ikadamri, Rav Shimon Bar Ashi Bala, he himself did it, uh, swallowed by mistake. And Asel Yol, Idmili Kiparsha, Ochlik Shusa, Bimilcha, Ba'arate Kamei, Tlasamili, the fear and the running and like the and the nervousness, that's Venafik Me Gubi Gubi, it actually killed that, uh, killed it, and that is the story. Um, and how you mind that Tarke Chivia, if you were bit by a snake, Lacey Uvra de Chamra, you take the fetus of a white donkey, the tear open the fetus, and put it on the sting, on the bite, I'm sorry, on the bite of the, of the snake bite. But that's only if the mother was not a trefa. The mother's a trefa, it's not going to work. It has to be, only works the fetus from a mother that is a healthy, a healthy donkey. Anyway, we'll stop with this. More medicines to come. Um, Anyway, hopefully everyone should stay healthy. Okay. Have a great day.